Screenless. Storyboard artist, caricaturist, graphic designer, Richard Smith. Welcome to Creative Cuppa. Hello, thank you for having me on. You're very welcome. Rich, you've made a career out of the visual arts. How did that evolve? What came first? Well, basically I was born with a stammer. It's something that I've always had. I found that um, what I couldn't communicate in words, I could make up for with drawing. So right from a very early age, as far as I can remember, I just began drawing things and copying things. I was a big reader of the British comics. I uh, followed and copied the work of the artists like Mike Noble, Frank Bellamy, that were just wonderful, dynamic pictures. And I literally learned my skills from them. So you just sit and copy? Yes, I would um, match up these uh, particular artists. They would draw the comic versions of certain TV shows like all the Jerry Anderson shows like Captain Scarlet, okay. Thunderbirds and stuff like that. So I would match up what I saw on the TV with what I read in the comics. And it was a great way of learning figures, hands, positions, explosions. So the storyboarding and the caricaturist side of you all kind of developed at the same time, I suppose. I suppose so, yes, because reading comics is a form of storytelling. Mm. Storytelling is what you see in your storyboards and obviously the programmes or the films or the commercials that they're made for. So on the graphic design side, I spoke to another graphic designer, Mike Marshall, uh, a little while ago, and he saw graphic design as a way of monetizing art. So he kind of went down that route at school. Were you the same? Did you see graphic designers? Oh, this is a, a serious qualification for something I am... Um, passionate about i got into graphics basically because i was told to do it at school they said that it was a career rather than just drawing and in my mind i thought well if i could do that and keep up the illustration work as well i could probably combine the two so i did the foundation i did the degree in how do they call it graphics and visual communication was how they did it so i learned about layouts, fonts, and the way that things are applied. And it was a great way of mixing the two elements, like the graphics, the fonts, the layouts, and also the cartoons and illustrations. So as a result, I sort of moved into graphics almost as a necessity to make a career, earn money. And the two just went side by side, so I've been very lucky. I don't see that very often, you know, as creatives, we tend to stick to one medium, don't we? But if uh, listeners go to your website, they will see a real mix of the three things. Do you like that variety? Do you, You've kind of embraced it, haven't you? The variety is the key word. I do get bored very quickly. So doing a variety of different styles and techniques, it keeps me going. It keeps me interested. Not that I would ever be bored of what I do. But if I was to do the same thing day after day, it would just drive me insane. <laughs> um, I I have the greatest admiration actually for animators who have yeah. to, at least in the original way that cartoons actually were done, frame by frame, 
by hand, that would drive me mental. (laughs) (laughs) So for people like that, I have the greatest admiration for because they must have the most incredible patience. So, yeah, doing the variety of work, it keeps me happy, it keeps me sane, and it also it broadened out the sort of people I could work for or work with. It is great fun. I'm extraordinarily lucky in what I do. Yes, lucky indeed. Well, luck comes with the skills to back it up, doesn't it? But um, you've worked with all sorts of people and companies for each of your kind of skill sets. For storyboarding, we met through Scream Street, the uh, BBC stop motion animated series. That's right. But you've worked with other animation companies as well. Yes, I've worked for a lot of little animation companies as well. And also doing storyboards for commercials, online campaigns, and a variety of different things, which is wonderful. I recently did a series of boards for the Hooked on Phonics preschool franchise where they do teaching aids for preschool kids online youtube they have games all sorts of things and they wanted to revamp their look so someone else that came up with characters someone got to me on board to do the storyboards based on their scripts and ideas but it also meant i had a crash course in adobe after effects because they needed some help with the the animation. Here we go, the animation again. Very, very steep learning curve, which was great. Thoroughly enjoyed it. (laughs) I wouldn't say I was an expert at it, but I think I could probably get through a lot of what people might ask Mm. for. Then I also did um, the audio effects as well on uh, the end. They'd already got the music and things in place, and they'd got the license for the Hanna-Barbera sound effects library, which I have a copy of as well. And it was great fun putting all the boinks, the swishes, the zips and everything in there. Great fun. It was almost like reliving my childhood again. (laughs) I've had lots of chats with people actually about if you know how to edit as well as direct and can wear different hats on something then you have a better understanding of how the process works and how the team works and uh, things like that. So it can only be to everyone's benefit, can't it? Yes. The big thing, again, about what we do, both yourself and me, is everything is a collaboration. And that's great fun because you deal with lots of different people. Some of them you'd rather not deal with again, but there are others that are great fun to be with and you spark off each other all the time. Being on my own, you do miss the collaboration, the bouncing ideas around the brainstorming. In in the physical space. Yes. So being a part of a team is good fun as well. Let's go on to the graphic design because you did quite uh, an exciting project a little while ago. Uh, to do with a Sheffield, where you're based, a Sheffield-based band. Tell us about that. Yes, I was very fortunate. Through a mutual contact, I got to do some work for local rock legend Joe Elliott of Def Leppard. It was originally for his alternative band called The Down and Outs, who do cover versions of the recordings by Mott the Hoople. But that went so well that he's actually got me to do their last album by Def the Leopard as well, called simply Def Leopard. So it meant doing the CD, the vinyl, the picture disc, the publicity, 
all the graphics and everything with it, including the massive backdrop as well when they did the stage tour. So that was impressive for the, to see all of that being manufactured and put up in front of like potentially millions of people. Yeah. Very quietly, I get a great kick out of that. No, I can imagine. So also the working for a local lad as well. I mean, yeah, we met up and we chat over the phone quite a lot. And he's a great lad. He's great down to earth. And again, it's a collaboration. And it, you yeah. never know where it'll lead, which is marvellous. Yeah, yeah. And then you can go from, you know, designing backdrops for Def Leppard's live show to doing somebody's caricature at a wedding. Yes. I can't believe that I get paid for it. And I, I, I actually insult people and get away with it. Hey, Rich, if you're good at something. <laughs> <laughs> well, as I tell everybody at the time, I'm useless at everything else, so I might as well do this. Um, yes, I'm, again, extremely lucky that I can meet loads of the people at weddings or at functions or at Christmas parties and just sit down and do very gentle caricatures of uh, the people purely for entertainment. It's not to deliberately insult anybody. Um, I've only had a couple that have not been well received. I also do colour caricatures through the post. That's one of the stories I like to tell. And it's absolutely true. I swear on my mother's thing. Some guy came over with some photos of his wife and a few other details. He said, I want a caricature of her. Fine, fair enough. And how can I put it politely? Um, it's all a matter of taste. It really is. But it demanded some work to make her likeable. Um, I'm, I'm trying not to offend anybody. That's the last thing I want to do. So I literally, I literally, I swear, had to give her two eyebrows, not one, take off some of the warts, put a full set of teeth in. God bless her. I dare say she's a lovely, lovely lady. But to caricature, it was a challenge. So, so, so the guy came over to collect it. He paid over the money, no problem at all. And he looked at it, and there was this long silence, and I thought, oh, dear, what's he going to say? I said, is there anything wrong? Yeah, it doesn't look like her, he said. It's not ugly enough. That is, I swear, the truth. Now, I don't know whether she received it. I don't know whether it ended up in the bin. Whatever. You try to do your best, and sometimes it's not the right thing. But you can mm. never tell. You do get those that are not happy. You always do. But most of the time, it's lovely to see people have a smile, have a laugh, and Lord knows these days we need it. Yeah, absolutely. Speaking of which, people can go and, if they want to smile and laugh, go and look at your website and the examples of your work. Uh, where can they find that, Rich? They can find it on www.richsmithillustration.com or I'll put some things up on Facebook as well or on Twitter. Excellent. So I'll, I'll put those links in the show notes as well for you. Thank you. But for now, Richard Smith, thank you for joining me for a cuppa. You're very kind for asking me along, and I hope that you enjoy your cuppa and everybody else enjoy their cuppa too. Thank you. Thank you.